We are on Yevamos Bez Amad Aleph 2A, which is actually the first page. It starts with page 2. Um, and we are in the middle of the Gemara. Just a few points before we continue on with the Gemara based on some feedback. Uh, so number one, uh, I will be announcing the pages based on the Art Scroll Gemara. Uh, once I uh, have an Art Scroll Gemara, so that people who are following along in an Art Scroll Gemara, they'll be able to have the specific lines as we go through it. That is number one. Number two is that if there are any questions that you have, whether it's in clarity of understanding the Gemara or whether it is a concept that you just have uh, difficulty understanding, um, you understand the concept by understanding you know, how exactly this works or why this is or you want a more of an elaborate explanation, um, so then you could, you could always private message me. Uh, you could also join, uh, we have a comments WhatsApp group that you could join that's specifically uh, for, this, uh, for this learning. Uh, and so if you private message me, I can include you on that WhatsApp group. Um, so those are, those are two opening points. Um, and again, you could ask, you could ask anything. Uh, for example, in the, first, uh, in the first recording, when we first went through with this, uh, there was a discussion about uh, that, I, that I sort of just mentioned um, parenthetically, but a discussion about adultery and the fact that adultery would uh, cause an end to the marriage. Halakhically, you're not allowed to stay married. And the question of whether there are differences between the husband and the wife. And so uh, for that's an example where potentially you would want more of an elaboration. Uh, and more of an explanation. Unfortunately, we do not have that time during these uh, 20 minutes or so, uh, but feel free to private message me and or to, uh, mess- or to message it on the WhatsApp group, uh, the, the comment WhatsApp group. Okay, so just a quick review. Uh, in the beginning of the Mishnah, we discussed how ideally a person should get married on Thursday, so that Thursday night uh, they... Uh, fulfill the mitzvah, they attempt to fulfill the mitzvah of having children and God blessed us on Thursday night on the, on, on the sixth day of creation to have children. However, when it comes to a besula, to somebody who was never married before, who never had sexual relations, for other considerations we say that they should get married on Wednesday because the courts gathered on Mondays and Thursdays and we want to make it that uh, if there's a certain problem that the husband sees that his wife uh, had sexual relations in the past and um, there's concern that maybe she committed adultery, although it's definitely not any proof whatsoever uh, because it could have happened before they got married or it could have been that, God forbid, it was under duress um, and so therefore they wouldn't be required to, uh, to separate. Uh, so it's not clear, it's not at all clear uh, whether this has an impact on the marriage itself, but because it's unclear, we're concerned that maybe he's going to calm down. He's going to say, no, this isn't an issue. There's no problem here. Uh, because really, as of now, there is no problem. So, But we want to actually, we just want to make sure with certainty. So we say the next day, he'll still be thinking about it and he'll come to court because the courts are open on Mondays and Thursdays. Uh, the Gemara will explain shortly why we, speak, why we pick Wednesday as opposed to Sunday. We touched on it briefly in the last recording, but we pick Wednesday as opposed to Sunday. I think Mara will explain that uh, really right now. Uh, just one other brief introduction is that the Gemara will now be discussing 
a new concept entirely, uh, which is the idea that uh, there's a year apart between the first stage of marriage and the second stage of marriage. Again, the first stage of marriage was the Kiddushin or the Arisen, two different words uh, that, uh, that refer to the first stage of marriage. And that first stage of marriage really uh, takes place a year before the second stage of marriage. Now, on a rabbinic level, the rabbis said, Chazal, the rabbis uh, decreed that if the husband delays the marriage, uh, if a year passes and they do not get married, so he is now obligated to, uh, and he's responsible to make sure that she has food. He has to take care of what she needs in terms of food. And not only that, but if he's, let's say, a Kohen, so this also has to do with food, a Kohen gets special food called truma. This truma is special produce that he's given as gifts specifically to the Kohen, to the priests, and the rest of his family is also allowed to eat from it. His wife, his children, they're allowed to eat truma. Um, and so even though for various reasons she cannot eat the truma um, when, they're, when they're only in the first stage of marriage, it only kicks in on a rabbinic level by the second stage of marriage. Uh, but once, even though they didn't get married yet, they didn't have the second completion of the marriage, but if a year passes, the rabbi said, oh, she's now allowed to eat truma. She is allowed to eat truma because there's different ways to phrase this. Either it's a fine that we put on the husband to make sure that they actually get married. Don't delay this marriage. Or perhaps it's not really a fine, but it's just these are the rules. The second stage of marriage really sort of come into effect on its own, naturally, a year later. It's true, there's a process, as we discussed in the last recording, how exactly this takes place. The chuppah, for example, um, would, be, would be one example, but, and there's a, there's a certain process which takes place that has to take place, but once the year passes, we sort of look at it as if the second stage, sort of as if, it's as if the second stage really took place. Not that it's a fine, not, not that it's a penalty per se, but it's sort of a reflection of the fact that we now view this to a certain degree as the completion of the marriage Sort of by itself, on its own. That's how some of the commentators uh, explain it. This will be very important because the Gemara is, is going to go into a side topic, a side discussion uh, about, this, uh, about this issue. And it will discuss, well, what happens if it's delayed? Not because he's intentionally delaying it, but what if it's delayed for other reasons? Whether it's because he has to get married on Wednesday and today's Sunday. Or what if he's sick or she's sick or other reasons that come into play, whatever, it's delayed, not because they don't want to get married, they want to get married, but there's just other factors that are preventing them from getting married. Does he still have an obligation to support her? Uh, and so that will be a, a key question that we'll be discussing in this recording. Anyways, the Gemara continues. We had this uh, unclear statement from Shmuel. We really weren't sure what Shmuel was saying. And now the Gemara explains, this is what he meant to say. This is what Shmuel meant to say. Uh, and this is Rav Yosef quoting Shmuel. He's now talking. Amr of Yehuda, Amr Shmuel. Shmuel says the following. He's a rabbi from the times of the Gemara. He now first quotes our Mishnah. This is the same thing that we had. The same opening Mishnah that we had in the last recording. Why is it that somebody who never had sexual relations before? A Basula. Uh, why does she get married on Wednesday? Because the husband, if he, if he realizes that it must be that she did have sexual relations in the past, so then she has. Then we want him to go to court, even though there might not be anything wrong here. Everything might be completely fine. Could have happened before the marriage, uh, but we want to go to court just to make sure, just so that we could sort of figure out, find potential witnesses to see if that there, if there's if anything did happen during the marriage, 
Um, and so we want to go to court. That's how Rashi explains it. And that's why we have them get married on Wednesday. But the question is, Shmuel now adds, well, why don't they get married on Sunday? So Sunday also works. The, the courts are open on Mondays and Thursdays. So he explains, uh, Sorry. Yeah, in the same issue. Get married on Sunday, and then Monday you'll go to court. If, if, if you recognize that the husband realizes that something's off. So the Gemara explains there's another factor, there's another reason why you have to wait till Wednesday. The reason is that we wait till Wednesday, not Sunday, as, as we mentioned in the last recording, is because we want to have a big meal. We want to have a big party. We want to have a big party. Spend three days preparing for this party. And we want to have this big wedding celebration. And why do we want to have a big wedding celebration? To make sure that this is really a long-lasting, hopefully a long-lasting marriage. This is not just a one-night stand. The husband doesn't have intention. You know what? I'll get married to her, and then therefore I'll be able to uh, be with her overnight, and then I'll divorce her the next day. No, this is, this is the real deal. We're all celebrating here. This is a big deal. Uh, and so therefore, uh, he recognizes that, he realizes that, and this is really to protect her. It's really to protect uh, the wife. Um, and that's the reason why we get married on Wednesday. And now comes the final statement, and this has to do with the introduction that we began with. Uh, now that we know that you have to get married on Wednesday and not on Sunday, it doesn't work to get married on Sunday because you have to ha- you have to prepare for the meal and Shabbos before Shabbos you cannot prepare for the meal, so you can't get married on on Sunday because you only have one day to prepare. You need to have three days to prepare. Uh, so because of that, so now this might play a factor in terms of this other halacha, this other Jewish law, which is the fact that if you wait a year after the first stage of marriage till the second stage of marriage and you still don't get married, well, the, the rule is the husband has an obligation to support her. Well, what happens if that year falls out on Sunday? The rabbis are telling them you have to wait till Wednesday. Well, if the year falls out on Sunday, and the rabbis are saying, wait till Wednesday. And some even want to add, why are we waiting till Wednesday? Not for the benefit of the husband. The whole reason why we're waiting till Wednesday is for the benefit of the wife. So that, so that this is a really big celebration because he's really taking this seriously as a marriage. He's not viewing this as just a marriage just for a few days. Uh, he's really viewing this as, as a real celebration. It's there to protect the wife because the husband uh, could get out of the marriage uh, if, if he wanted to. So we want to make sure that he's taking this very seriously. And so this is all to protect the wife. So now he's delaying the marriage, not for his own protection, but it's for his wife. So he wants to get married now, but we're only telling him you have to delay it because of your wife. So now he doesn't have to support her because it's not, he wants to get, he wants to get married. The rabbis are saying, no, hold off on the marriage, wait a little bit, uh, wait a few more days. So during those, those three days, he does not have an obligation to support her because he's not the one who's delaying the marriage. The rabbis are telling him, you have to hold off, you have to wait. Okay, and that's why we're bringing this in. It's really a side topic, but we're bringing it in to tell us that he is not obligated to uh, support her for those few days. He wants to get married on Sunday. The year falls out on Sunday. We say wait till Wednesday, so he does not have to support her during those three days. Therefore, lefichach, a few other cases, according to this version. We're going to see another version in a second, but according to this version. Chalohu, Osha chalsehi, Osha pirsenida, enamalamazonas. If he's sick, the wedding, let's say, is not supposed to be on Wednesday. But he's sick. So they can't have the wedding. Or let's say even if she's sick. Or let's say, 
for example, she becomes Anida. She has her period, uh, which requires a little bit of explanation. Once she has her period, so then it seems from the Gemara that they cannot get married because uh, at least according to one opinion, uh, the marriage has to be that they have the ability to have Bia. They have to have the ability to have sexual relations when a woman has her period. Uh, so then there's laws of family purity. And within those laws of family purity, they're not allowed to engage in sexual relations. And so therefore, uh, it wouldn't be the completion of the second part of that marriage while she is in Nida, at least according to uh, to one opinion. This is a whole big, big topic. Uh, we don't have time for that right now. Uh, there are those potentially, you know, there's what to analyze here, and there are those that disagree. But it seems at first glance from this Gemara that once she, she has her period to then it delays the marriage. So if she has her period, it's Wednesday, and it delays her marriage. So then also, the Gemara concludes within this version that he does not have an obligation to support her. Okay, this is all within the first version. We will now go into the second version of the Gemara. The second version of the Gemara does not draw these conclusions and say this is the conclusion with regards to him being sick or her being sick or if she gets her period and so therefore... Uh, they can't complete uh, the second part of the, of the marriage. No, they pose it as a question. It's really posed as a question. And the Ikka Debay Lomibay, they ask it as a question. Chalohu Mahu. So we know for sure that if the rabbis say, you cannot get married on Sunday, the year falls out, the year ends on Sunday. The rabbis say, for her sake, for the wife's sake, we have to delay it till Wednesday. So he doesn't have to support her for, the, for those three days. But what happens if he's sick? Chalohu Mahu. Hasam time amai mishim da anis vahachanami ha'anis. Do we say that? No. You know what? We have two options. Either we say that, that he's, it's, it's not his fault. He's sick. You know, it's a, he didn't intend for this. He, he wants to get married. He just got sick. So he can't, uh, he can't get married now. But he, really, he wants to get married. So therefore, he does not have to support her. Or do we say that? No. That in the end of the day, uh, it's, it's, he, it's him. It's on him. He's the one that's sick. And so therefore, it's because of him that, that uh, something happened to him. And so therefore, he really does have to support her. When it comes to the rabbi saying, wait off, hold off till Wednesday, that's not for him. That's for the wife. So therefore, he doesn't have to support her. But over here, it's him. It's He's the one who's sick. So maybe we should say, it's posed as a question. Maybe we should say that uh, he really does have to support her because it's on him. Not only that, if you want to say that if he becomes sick, so then he still has to support her after the year passes until they actually get complete the second stage of marriage, that he does have to support her. What happens if she gets sick? If she gets sick, what's the law? Well, we have two options. One option is that the husband could say, I want to get married. I'm ready to get married. I'm here. I'm ready uh, to get married. Um, and therefore, uh, since we're not getting married, it's because of, because of the wife. So I don't have to support the wife for the next couple of days until we actually get married because she is the one who is delaying the marriage. Or do we say that, no, in the end of the day, this is different. Um, and it's, uh, it's unclear exactly how to explain the other option. Uh, but some of the commentators explain as follows. That when the rabbis say, hold off on the wedding, push it off a couple of days, it's like the year is being extended. The rabbis are saying, let's extend the year so he doesn't have to support her. But now, the year is done. No, no, The rabbis are not holding him back from getting married. It's not holding her back from getting married. 
It's Wednesday. They should get married on Wednesday. However, she is sick. Okay, but the year passes. The year passes. There's nothing we could do about it. And and the year passes. Once the year passes, he has. It's like it's like a a quasi form, let's say, of the marriage being completed with that second stage. Obviously, they still have to do something, but it's some form of that. And so, therefore, he still has to support her. The rabbis aren't saying hold off on this marriage. The year passed. Now is the time to get married. So, okay, she's sick. So we're delaying this by a little bit. But he still has an obligation to support her. That's how, that's how some want to say it. So we discussed when he's sick. We discussed when she's sick. The last case is what about if she gets her period? So we say, the Gemara says as follows. Even if you want to say that when she becomes sick, he still has to support her after the year passes until they actually complete the second part of the marriage. What happens, Pearson Nida Mahu? What happens if she gets her period? So Bishas Vesta Loti Don't ask any questions when she when the year comes out during the normal uh, cycle of her period. If she was expecting her period, it was during the normal cycle. There, everybody agrees. He has no obligation to support her. It was expected to come. It was supposed to come. So let's say it's like the year is being delayed because, because it was expected to come and you can't get married. It's a contradiction to marriage uh, when she has her period because they cannot have sexual relations. But the whole question is only when she gets her period when it's during an, an abnormal time period. It's not during the regular cycle. So what do we say then? So the question is as follows, and I'm just I'm going to explain it based on how some of the commentators explain it, which is uh, essentially as follows: Do we say that it's equivalent to her becoming sick, just like when she's sick? According to this explanation, when she's sick, we say he still has to support her because in the end of the day they could get married, uh, and so therefore. He still has to support her. Or do we say that since they can't get married, not because she's sick, but because it's being delayed, because it's sort of viewed as a contradiction to marriage. They're not able to have sexual relations. It's a contradiction to marriage because you can't, meaning not to marriage in its entirety, but to, to, to conclude, to, to, to fulfill that second stage of marriage. Uh, it, it won't work uh, because of that to then um, maybe we should say it's like the year hasn't really come about yet because it's it's like it's it's like it's not we're not even in that stage yet where marriage is even on the table that at least the completion of that marriage that second stage is even on the table and so therefore it's like it's being delayed by a few days parallel to uh, when the rabbis tell him that you have to wait till Wednesday it's like the the the, the marriage is not even on the table yet uh, so so too here maybe the marriage is not even on the table we have to push it off uh, by a little bit so in the second version these are three questions. Three questions of of how to uh, uh, of what the law is when he's sick. Maybe he still doesn't have to support her uh, because he's sick, and then day he's sick. Uh, a, a second approach is no. Even if he does have to pay her, support her when she's sick, um, does does he have to support her? Maybe he still has to support her. And even if she is sick and he has to support her, well, what happens if she has her period on the day of the marriage or during that time period of the marriage? So then maybe he do, does have to support her. Maybe he doesn't have to support her. It's posed as a question. And then in the next recording, we'll see what the answer is to those three questions. Okay, we'll continue with the, the Gemara and the answer to the Gemara in the next recording.